0: The coronavirus, type 2 diabetes, and what you probably want to keep in mind. So you know what? Let's just get right to the boogie.
1: Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families, and the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world world forever so if no one's ever told you let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you now if you ask someone stuck in the past they tell you what we're doing is impossible yet it's happening every single day all because we chose life over type 2 and these are our stories Now on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives, in the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that i have so if you haven't already go ahead and like subscribe share this information and let's get on with the show hey it's davis are you a type 2 diabetic have you ever gone from like diet to diet you know with like these different ups and downs and in the end you just wanted the freedom to be yourself right or maybe you're like me where you've you know gone online and you watch all these other people like facebook groups or on the internet or whatever completely turn a page turn their lives around and you're like wondering like Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from, like, the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like, how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever. And I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash. 21
0: days. Yeah, man. You know what's crazy about this whole coronavirus thing? It's almost like you dang near can't win. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, you, you, you take it, you either you got to like loosen up or whenever we're too loose, you got to like, you know, take it a little more serious. And you're just like, man, what's going on? Right. So um, look, I am not a doctor. This is not Davis Nicard with your today's news bulletin. No, no, no. This is really just a, a touch, if you will, on some things that um, not only I think that we also need to keep front in mind, these are simply my opinions. Uh, this is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Okay. Feel free to laugh at it if you like. Um, however, I am going to be straight and transparent with you. Okay. So here we go. Um, uh, when it comes to, you know, type two diabetes, I feel so like, you know, we're, we my wife and I were talking about it last night and she works, uh, she's working in the medical field for quite some time. And, you know, it's always going to be people that are, you know, a little older, um, that are health compromised, you know, um, obese. Um, I almost have a concern in that uh, when it comes to type 2 diabetes, that because our mitochondrial function is not uh, typically at 100%, right? So mitochondria, just so you know, is kind of like the little engine, if you will, or the powerhouse of a cell, Right. And ours, uh, some people say, are at about 50% capacity, meaning that it's almost like jumping into a school bus or a, yeah, like a school bus, if you will, and only having, you know, like half the engine working, right? Um, And it's weird because we're in this phase. And mind you, like, this is not to drive fear and anxiety and panic or anything like that. More than anything, it's about really just about anything else like you've probably seen here, which is ripping the covers off and calling things to what they are and then taking the appropriate action or at least knowing them for what they are. And, you know, um, whether you want to process it, process that in your head or, um, you know, you feel a particular way and you take action on it and get things done, whatever that is for you. Okay, here we go. So coronavirus right now is something that's spreading around and, one thing that you definitely want to consider listening to if you haven't already is an episode an interview um uh, by a gentleman who is a gosh not a forensic scientist he is um oh gosh, it's a gentleman that's on the Joe rogan podcast who um is a specialist on disease and policy on disease and not only works internationally regarding um you know everything from disease. Um, you know bio warfare all this other stuff and essentially in his book he actually predicted something of the sort um, actually happening and not because he's some cool guy or whatever but um, so I come from like the finance world and if even if you're a parent or you know you come from a finance world or maybe you grow flowers in your front yard you can't help but a lot of these things are systemic and that there, there's a lot of patterns involved right so that being said, he's a gentleman that had kind of like noticed these things, somewhat forecasted these things, and had a lot of really interesting information. A lot of which I'm not going to repeat here. I really do suggest that you listen to that episode. Phenomenal episode. In like the first 20 minutes, he calls out a lot of things on the coronavirus. Um, within like 24-hour time frames, case studies were put out. He's actually citing these case studies. Um, and actually like sharing, uh, you know, where they came from the countries they came from. Um, and I think even who like elicited them anyway, back to basics. So obviously we want to know as type two diabetics, anybody that's, you know, has issues with their, our immune system or that has health compromise. Okay. Let's go to some real simple basics. Make sure. More than anything, obviously washing your hands, make sure you're getting your rest, make sure you're getting your fluids in, making making sure that, you know, if you're on medications that you're on your medications, if you are taking your supplements that you're supplementing well. Okay, Um, you know, this is just back, back, back to basics, right? Obviously cleaning, eating clean and all this other good stuff. That's pretty simple right now. Let me share with you some other things that I don't think anyone's really ever talking about. Okay. So I've got a lot of friends who like sports. I don't really watch a lot of sports or whatever. Um, However, I have a lot of friends that do. And my cousin put up um, something about, you know, uh, a basketball player contracting the coronavirus and them shutting down the game. And then in turn, I flipped on you know, Instagram and found that a bunch of people were upset because the NBA is suspending the season. And good for them. Good for them. Okay, yeah, protect the people. As this unfolded at work, and we're going to talk about uh, other things like this on a much deeper level as far as protecting yourself, probably in another episode. Probably won't be able to cover it here. However, I don't know. We might, depending on where this goes. Okay, so we have, I work, I work, uh, I work in a finance office. I work in mortgages. Okay, and yesterday the market flipped on its head. Flipped on its head. Okay, completely flipped on its head. And I had in there um, you know, one of the contractors coincidentally that works, you know, in the building. And he's a traveling contractor. And he was telling me, yeah, he goes, you know, around this time, he goes, you know, I typically travel. And so um, he was just kind of, you know, asking around and saying, hey, you know, like, what do I have, you know, coming up and around these different projects, blah, blah, blah. And he stops and he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, it's really weird. I'm like, what? He goes, you know, this whole thing with the boats and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, sure. He goes, OK, so there's a building that he services and he goes on one floor. There's a fine some kind of finance company. I think it's a mortgage company on another floor. There's like another mortgage company in the middle. There's a shipping company. I'm like, okay. And he was telling me, he goes, those people haven't, when he called about the projects and stuff like that, he's working on those buildings. They're reporting back to him and saying, those people haven't been there in the last two weeks, which actually wants me to take talk to my mom. She's, she's in the import export industry <clears throat> because nobody wants to touch a boat. And I was like, huh? Now, what's weird about that is that, you know, there's a little bit of a pandemonium going on um, at dang near every retailer. Okay. Um, dude, we've been going to Costco. I went to Costco last night. It was mayhem. Okay. Speaking of which, look, I'm a regular person. As much as I make all this stuff soup sound super easy, you know, because once you understand, like, the moving parts, sure. You know what I mean? It's not that complicated, you know. And yeah, I do walk around with like maybe like an 80, you know, my, my blood numbers in the 80s normally. And the reason why I say normally is, well, needless to say, when your work gets completely flipped on its head in a single day. And I'm recording this later in the morning because I haven't walked into the office yet. <laughs> I don't know what to expect because uh, I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe part of me was hitting the smooth, snooze button this morning, hoping it was all a dream. And uh, I'll leave it at that. And, uh, yeah, obviously it wasn't a dream because I put on Bloomberg. And, uh, yeah, okay, anyway. So I go, and last night I went sideways. All right, I went sideways. I had uh, I went to Costco. I had some Costco pizza. Not proud, by the way, just being honest. Um, had some pizza. I had um, a protein cookie, one of these healthy protein cookies, quote, unquote, healthy. There's crap in there. Come on. Um, I had, um, I had, um, an acai bowl from Costco and I even split a berry berry sundae with my daughter. Okay. Totally, uh, drug free. My blood sugar probably through the roof. I haven't tested myself this morning. I'm one of these people, the Don's effect. I'm sure it's bloody sideways. Um, but if you know anything like me back on the horse, I'm already packing, you know, lunch uh, to go to work anyway. Here's what I'm getting at. There's a level of pandemonium right now running around in the streets where everyone's going crazy. And it kind of reminds me of Y2K. Now, is it completely unjust? No, I don't think so. And here's why. When I was listening to that other podcast um, you know, with that gentleman on disease control, disease policy, this like, you know, studying disease and the spreading of diseases and the historic, uh, you know, the, uh, the history of different diseases. And this one in mind, right? They don't have a cure and it's spreading. It's spreading, you know, it's it's spreading. I'm not going to say it's spreading at an alarming rate or it's spreading, spreading, whatever, I'm not going to say any of that because statistically there's going to show statistics bias one way or another. However, what we do know is unfortunately people are getting sick and people are dying and that it's spreading. Okay. So. I stop and I'm like, okay. If I know for sure, if some, unless somebody is living under a rock, we all see it all over, you know, the internet, all over the news, all over the radio. And it's impacting different places. Meaning. Is, yeah sure it's hurting people. And we want to protect ourselves. Of course. But what I'm getting at as far as like the whole stocking up. And things going crazy. Here's what I mean. If import exports. Are starting to stop moving back and forth. If the. Financial if the finance world completely went sideways yesterday and keep in mind, it doesn't matter if it's a food company. It doesn't matter if it's public transit. It doesn't matter if it's, um, it doesn't matter if it's uh, you know, like a uh, ride sharing. It doesn't matter if it's uh, you know, food companies. It doesn't matter if whatever it is one way or another, a lot of these things are tied together. Like they are to the world of finance, the supply chain of foods. Where do these, where do these subsidies and like, you know, the funding from all this stuff come from? Okay. Obviously I'm not trying to get all weird and panicky. I'm just calling it for what it is, right? This is stuff that you can literally go on Google right now and open like either your phone or a laptop or a computer and look at it. Right. And. I think the proactive thing here is to, yes, make sure that you have supplies in the home. Do you need a bunker down like, you know, it's World War III? Maybe, maybe not, but i would at least have something. I would at least have something. Um, make sure that your supplies are up on at least your meds and your supplements. Right Make sure that you've got a good amount of water, you know you don't have to st- st- have a, like an army bunker or whatever. Um, maybe it might come to that, right? Who knows? Nobody knows. Um, and the the part that really kind of puts things into reality is that when we look at the amount of cases growing, the amount of people passing, it seems kind of fake what's weird about that part of it in our mind, there's a bias in our mind. that's like, ah, you know, like whatever until it becomes real and somewhere around us. Um, I heard somewhere else in passing that somebody may have died in Irvine, California. I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't, I didn't didn't Google it. This happened at work. And obviously with things unfolding the way they did at work, I didn't look that up. Um that's like 5 minutes from my office. I live in Orange County. That's like that's hometown right right there. Um in LA. I think it was yesterday they announced their first death. Um they already have at least a half dozen people sick. That's like 30 minutes from me. And when I look at the fact that there's a lot of speculation, people were saying, for example, if you listen to that podcast and that, that gentleman from, for disease control and disease policy, he was, uh, you know, uh, the host of the show is throwing stuff at him. Like, well, you know, like people are saying this about, you know, heat exposure heat exposure. What if you go into a sauna and, you know, you expose the body to X, Y, Z temperature and, Um, Yada, yada, yada. And he was literally just debunking that stuff like just left and right. And being very transparent in that as of this time. They don't have a cure. And some people out there are posting that people may have recovered. And high five. I hope so. I haven't done the homework on that. I hope that's true. Um, however, until we know how to flatline that learning curve or that ascension, if you will, we do need to be proactive. We absolutely need to be proactive, um, because we don't know how this might unfold. Um, we don't know if, if if a lot of trade, like supplies coming in and out, food, right? Food and supplies that we do with other countries. And people might be like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Those are usually folks that have, usually have like no clue as far as like the supply chain and how much they actually rely or what they do on a day-to-day basis is influenced by things moving in and out of this country and money moving things in and around this country. I think that one's kind of common sense. Um and I think that it's time for us to really more than anything to yank those covers back too. Yank those covers back too. I think I wouldn't be surprised if there's a level of quarantining where if you are in an office that a lot of people might just be getting sent home. Um, a level of quarantining where you know you might want to, um, if if it were possible for certain industries, I know it's very common in mine where people start working from home. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're already closing schools down, right? They're literally closing schools down, and until they are able to get a handle on things, until they are able to flatten the learning curve, until they are able to. Subside and do as much damage control, and maybe even get a handle on it. We really don't know what we're in for. Um, and I think that's kind of common sense. I think that's pretty common sense. Um, because the reality of this unfolding for different people, we can literally just turn on the like the, our phones, we can turn on the TV, and we can literally watch it. And if you work. Or have access to a medical center, which if you're a type two diabetic, you probably do because you're probably diagnosed in one. Maybe it's a good time to give them a call if you, if you question that, um, my buddy, Dave, one of my coworkers was telling me about how he had to go to the doctor's office and, uh, it was pretty much pandemonium in there. Um, Yeah, that sucks. And so. I don't want to do you a disservice. I don't want to be one of these people that feed into the hype. I don't want to make some weird hypey podcast episode like, you know,
1: type two diabetes and
0: coronavirus revealed because we don't know a dang thing about it. But what we do know is that, you know, what we do know is what we know, right? And I wouldn't say a dang thing, but yeah, people are getting sick. People are dying. And until we've actually like maybe tangibly put our hands on these people, or at least maybe do a little homework, it looks like some people may have recovered. High five and amen. So more than anything, cover your bases, cover your bases, whether it's your health, Or having things just at least at the very minimum in and around the house. All right. I love you, dude.